welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice is a podcast all about podcasting, but with an eye on the UK scene in particular. My name is Charlotte and I've been podcasting since 2017. Before that, I was in radio. In fact, the first time I went live behind a microphone was in 1998. Yeah, last century. I love listening to podcasts, making podcasts and helping others make podcasts too, all through my business, Charlotte Foster Productions. I promise you I am far more creative when it comes to podcasting than I am when it comes to making up names for businesses. Hello, welcome to day three of these special week-long episodes to help you keep podcasting through the pandemic. Hope you are staying well, looking after yourself and generally staying sane. That's the most important thing, staying sane. If this is the first time you're listening, you are coming on to day three. So you might want to head back and listen to Monday's episode where we talked about how you can plan for this in advance. Some tips I gave you about planning. Tuesdays, I gave you the tips about how you can record using just your mobile phone. And I gave you the sound differences as well. So you can hear for yourself. You can get decent quality sounding recordings from your phone but there's some hints and tips in there to make sure you get the most out of them. Today, we're talking about remote recording. As social distancing is becoming more and more of a thing, we're all being told to work from home. Children will soon be sent home from school as well. Being able to record in a non-face-to-face way is vital. So how can you record without being with the person you are recording? Luckily, there are plenty of apps or websites out there that you can use to do this. Some of them you'll probably be familiar with and not actually cottoned on that you can use it this way. Um, I use a few because it's good to have a few up your sleeve for people who aren't familiar with or aren't confident with using technology. So the one I use the most is called CleanFeed. You can find it in the show notes. It's cleanfeed.net. And that allows you to log on. You don't need to download any kind of software or anything. You log on and then you send your guests and you can have more than one guest. You send your guests a link. They click on that link. They come into the room for want of a better word and they are there ready to talk. Other ones you can use. You can use Zoom. I'm sure you've probably used Zoom in uh, business meetings or webinars before. And there are ways and means of recording FaceTime and Skype as well. So those are the ones I use. I'm going to give you um, a bit more background about why I use CleanFeed more. There are reasons for that. CleanFeed has a much better sound quality to it than Skype, FaceTime or Zoom. Neither Skype, FaceTime or Zoom have been designed for recording. They're designed for people to stay in touch or to do conferencing on. They're not designed for recording. CleanFeed is designed specifically to do remote recordings over the internet. So it just has a little bit of a better quality sound. There are ways though that you can mitigate the issues of sound quality with Skype, FaceTime and Zoom and I'll tell you about those in a moment. Other ones out there that I know of and I've heard good things about but I don't necessarily use myself so this is just 
coming this is just what i've heard and what i've seen from other friends and other people i know you've got zencaster that's z e n c a s t r now they just announced late last night early this morning that they are opening up their free plan so they have a plan which is hobbyist is what it's called it used to be limited to i think eight hours a month and they've opened it up today and said look it's unlimited unlimited recording time and unlimited guests that you can have on as well just during the time of coronavirus the issues that we are going through so that's an option and you've also got squadcast as well now there is no free option as it stands while i'm recording this for squadcast so you can pay anything from around ten dollars a month up to $45 a month, depending on the package you are on for those. Both of those operate in a very similar way to clean feed. So that's what you can use. I recommend if you want to look at any of those, you have a play around and use the tutorials they've got on their sites to show you how they work. Most of them are really simple and it is literally just a case of following the instructions. But like I say, there are things that you need to do to make sure that your remote recording is the very, very best. And here's my top tips. Number one, your remote recording relies pretty much solely on the internet being strong or your internet connection being strong. So how do you make sure it is as strong as it can be? First of all, if you can and it is possible, don't use Wi-Fi. Instead, hardwire your computer to the router get that cable. I'm sure it's still hanging out the back of the router. If it's not, it's in that pile of cables that you keep in the drawer. Connect it so that you don't have to worry about a Wi-Fi signal dropping in and out. It will be a million times better, I promise you. If not, you can't do that. Just get as close to the router as you can, where you know the signal strength is the best in your house. The other thing that is important to do when it comes to the internet connection close down all your open tabs that you don't need open. Facebook in particular, I know, or I have been told, is a terror for always being sort of connected to the internet and just talking backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, sending the data. So close down Facebook. And while we're talking about tabs being open, notifications. Make sure your notifications on your computer and your phone are turned off. And get your guests to do this as well. Get your guests to close down their tabs on their computer. If they can hardwire their computer, get them to do that as well and get them to turn off their notifications. It's about making that connection as strong as you can. My next tip is make sure you're wearing headphones. If you're wearing headphones, you're not getting the noise of the other person talking coming out through your speaker, which will then be potentially a little bit echoey. Get your guest to wear headphones as well. It just makes the sound nicer. And you know what I always say about wearing headphones? Your headphones will tell you what the microphone is hearing much more than your ears will. Now, if you do have a microphone that you're using, your microphone will be recognised far easier if it's plugged in first, then if you open the app, then plug it in, it can just cause all kinds of issues. Now, the next couple of tips that I'm going to give you, you should be doing these in a face-to-face interview or a remote interview, but it's worth mentioning again, because when you're not in your normal setting, when you're not doing your normal routine, it can be easy to forget some of the really basic ways of doing things. Number one, make sure you have pressed record don't get caught out like that. 
please. I mean, I've done it in a face-to-face, in-person recording. We've just been chatting away and I've looked down and gone, oh my goodness, it's not recording. And that generally felt a bit sick. So make sure you have pressed record and tell your guest you have pressed record and that from this point onwards, they are being recorded. Once you are recording, you want to make sure sound levels sound okay and they're not too high or they're not too low. So what you need to do then is get your guests to introduce themselves. I normally ask, because this is years of working in radio, I normally ask them to just give me their name and their job title. If they just go, Charlotte, podcasts, that's not an awful lot for you to go on. So I would then ask them to tell me what they had for breakfast. Normally, nothing is what you get back. So if they do that, just get them to say the alphabet. They can never get out of that. You can check their sound levels And also it just makes them feel a bit more comfortable. Hopefully you've had that conversation. Another tip, and this is something you should do wherever you're recording, record some silence. So that room atmos, that room tone, it's also known as. If you have some room tone, if you have some room sounds, it doesn't sound unnatural. Believe you me, if you do this and you have an editor and you send them silence, they will love you. And here's my last tip. Make sure you press save and don't let your guest go until you have pressed saved, if that's possible. I'm just talking to you now from the voice of experience. Admittedly, this is the voice of experience from when I was 23. I was doing my master's degree in journalism and it's really hard to get interviews when you're doing a a course and you're not a quote unquote real journalist but I managed to get an interview with an MP my old local MP I can't even remember what the story was about so I did the interview said goodbye and then went to save it and for whatever reason I hadn't pressed record which meant I couldn't save it yeah I had to ring him up again uh, and explain to him that it hadn't saved and could he do the interview again please thank you very much for something that really wasn't important for him really but he did it so fair play to him he did it I don't know how grudgingly he did it but he did it and then in future years when I had to actually interview him in real life he was um, much more difficult to get hold of I'm not saying I was the reason for that but I've never forgotten it so don't let your guest go until you know the interview is in the can, recorded and saved. It's much easier to do a quick redo of the interview while you've got the guest in front of you than it is to ring them up again and go, I'm really sorry, can can we do the recording again? Can we reschedule, can we do it again? I mentioned that I use CleanFeed, Skype, FaceTime and Zoom, but I also said that CleanFeed can be a little bit better than Skype, FaceTime and Zoom for audio quality. Well, the reason I will use Skype, FaceTime and Zoom is because some of my clients or some of the people that I interview are just not particularly confident using new sites that they haven't used before. And so they want something that they are confident using because then they're not used to being interviewed either. So you want people to feel as comfortable as possible. But sound quality isn't always brilliant. But there are ways that you can mitigate it and you can do that in a couple of ways. Number one, if you've got editing software on your computer and you have a microphone, you can press record on your editing software and record your end of the conversation while the interview is going on. And if you've got a tech savvy guest who has software as well that you can do that on, 
then they can do the same. They can record their end. So you're recording locally. No need to worry about the internet crashing. No need to worry about quality. It's recorded straight into the software that you're using. If that's not able to happen, what you can do is you can ask your guest to record into their phone. Remember yesterday I talked about how to record a podcast using your phone? Well, you get your guest to do the same thing. You get your guest to pick up their phone, open up their voice memo app, press record on their voice memo app, and then talk into the phone as though they're talking down the phone line as a conversation, not just talking in the phone for an interview with the podcast. Once that's finished, they press stop and then they press share. There's usually different ways of pressing share. Get them to email it to you when it's done. And then there's a bit of a faff around, I will be honest, about matching them up, matching the two interviews up. But it's not too difficult and your editor should be able to do that if you have an editor. I hope that's been useful for you. I hope it has given you some ideas, some tips and shown you that you can record remotely and not lose too much quality. As always, when it comes to what's going on at the moment, we are just taking it day by day. And I think the most important thing is, as always, to just tell your guests what you're up to. Tell them you're using this for the first time. If you do end up using these and you end up with poor quality audio, then I tell you what, don't worry. Put it out there, but maybe put it out in a shorter form so it's not a 20 minute interview. You put it out for 10 minutes and then you can surmise the rest of the interview. Or you could do it as a, I chatted with so-and-so, we talked about this, this and this. Here's a great quote from him or her that they said, play that quote and then surmise some more, play another little bit, then surmise some more and play another bit. So there are ways and means around it and just explain, just say, look, hands up, doing some remote recording for the first time or just doing some remote recording and it didn't go as to plan as I wanted it to, but I wanted you to hear the basis of the interview and what was said. That's a really good workaround for you as well. So I really hope this was useful for you. I hope that it's given you some advice and some confidence to record your podcasts remotely. Please let me know if you do start recording your podcasts remotely. I'd love to hear how that's going for you. Uh, I really want to hear how things are going for you at the moment as well. Are you going forward with your podcast? Is it still happening? Give me a shout. You know you can. And I will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to talk about one of my favourite topics how to record at home without it sounding rubbish. I've got a fair few tips for this, but it's basically how you can make your house sound as good as a studio-ish, give or take. This is all very much an ish type of situation that we're in. So keep safe. You can connect with me in the usual ways. You can connect with me on Instagram, Charlotte Foster Productions. You can connect with me on Facebook using the very same name. On Facebook, don't forget, it's the Business Pod Squad where the group is and you can join that group. You can also find me on Twitter at CFosterPDNS or at Charlotte Foster. Uh, the first one is the more businessy account. The second one is where I will put pictures of cats and selfies when I'm out running. And you can find me on LinkedIn as well, Charlotte Foster Podcast Queen. I'm sure I am. Anyway, look after yourself, stay safe, stay sane, join the Business Pod Squad. We'll all get through this together and let me know how you're getting on. Speak to you tomorrow.